Warning, this is Spoiler Base Podcast. If you have not seen 2013's Pain and Gain, I need you to do me a solid favor. Get your ass off the couch, get in the gym, and get swole with it, brother. Get swole, get started with that American dream, baby, because what the fuck are you doing? That's right, be a doer, not a fucking donor. Join us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Don't be a donor on that, please. I uh, want to give a shout-out to everyone who follows on Podbean. Shout-out to Pickle and a Donut. That's a great name. And uh, more 3505 Honestly, um, it'd be cool if y'all just make up fake, terrible account names so I can say it out loud on the microphone. That'd be pretty cool. Special shout-out to Marquee, Marcellus Reagan from So Wizard Podcast. For giving us a really dope um, comment, uh, he enjoyed our uh, Italian Jesus. So basically, your Italian Jesus, John. To be oh, oh, he liked the uh, Italian Jesus. He grew up in the booth, eh? <laughs> my mama, my mama, she say, hey, <laughs> hey, Mark, hey, Mark, why, why you, why you not leaving more comment, eh? I'm a Jesus. All right, well, well done. Um, <laughs> today, Co45 is powered by Comic Palooza. Uh, Houston's biggest uh, Comic-Con in the history of the world on the face of existence is going down from May 12th to May 14th. A shit ton of guests are going to be there. The reason we're doing Pain and Gain is because of Anthony Mackie, one of the guests. He's the Falcon from Avengers fame. Uh, we're also going to have pretty much all the fucking uh, defenders from the Netflix TV series. That's Charlie Cox, Fizz Jones, Michael Coulter. If you're an idiot, you know who they are. That's uh, Iron Fist, uh, Luke Cage, and Daredevil. They're going to be in the building. Hey, Finn, Finn Jones will always be uh, Loris Tyrell to me. Well, yeah, if you if you read books. <laughs> Shout out to that boy Loris Tyrell and his sister who is fine as fuck. What up, <laughs> What's up, girl? Even though they've been blown to bits. Spoilers. You can catch us on uh, Podbean, Stitcher, Satchel, Google Play, iTunes, uh, pretty much anything, man. So um, let's get it started. Okay. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's fucking fucking uh, uh, war scream. That's when I squat two hundred pounds and I sh- my bowels come out of my fucking <laughs> anus. <laughs> Welcome to a vascular edition of Co Forty Five Podcast. I am your host, Beat Him Down, and today, as always, I'm joined by John Hernandez. How you doing, everybody? John Pepe Hernandez. What's up, man? Pepe. John Pepe. What's good, bro? How you, how you been, man? I'm doing good. You know, I went down to the gym because I watched this movie. I attempted to squat the bar, and I broke my fucking knees. <laughs> I'm in the hospital. <laughs> Pray for me, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I can't lie. I can't lie. It's it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror after watching this movie, dude. Like it's really, really difficult not to take uh, you know inventory of yourself and hate everything that you've done to your body. Yeah, especially in 1995, I was a little bitch in 1995. Oh, dude, actually, um, uh, somebody sent me a picture uh, from back in the day, and I was like, dude, I was sexy, man. If I had this brain and facial hair on that body, bro, my god. Yeah. The devastation. Not me. I, I was old crackhead Skeletor looking ass with a fucking mop on my head and a meth pipe in the in my in my hand. So what's so what's different? That is true. <laughs> 
today we're no, except it, the, the only difference is I tell cum jokes on a podcast. <laughs> I like how it's I like how you went past the dick jokes. It's more than that. It's more <laughs> Welcome to Cult 45, the premier cum podcast of Houston. Oh, no. Uh, oh, Jesus. I'm sure I hit the mic. Good Lord, dude. I just like how somebody be like, somebody will ask you, like, hey, John, you do, you just do dick jokes? You're like, no, it's deeper than that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> We've ascended beyond the dick joke. <laughs> What's that cum joke? Uh, we're doing pain and game uh, today, guys. Uh, why did we choose that? Well, because we have a very, very special guest coming to Comic Palooza, and we're not talking about uh, sweet old Brandon and John Hernandez over here. We're talking uh, uh, old, old, old Falcon, old, old, old Swole Pants himself, Anthony Mackie. That's right, that's right. Um, the reason we didn't do 8 Mile, because we didn't fucking feel like it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> like, any hardcore. So anyone out there saying, where's the, where's the M&M's? Where's the M&M's love, guys? Well, there ain't nothing over the corner here. Store. Yeah, get, get your ass to the store and buy some. Give it out. Maybe yeah. maybe one day when we I don't know if Eminem shows up on our show we'll do it. Yeah, dude, let's uh let's get the movie started. Like, okay. Now now fans or listeners or people who just you know put up with us, um yeah, this movie is fairly recent, but uh you know due to Compalooza happening and at the same time, uh I feel like we should do it because it's based on a true story. The true story was set in 1994. Uh, from 94 to 95, yeah. Right. And it's a really crazy, crazy story. And I, I was compelled to do this uh, and, agree, and agree to John's request because it's a really interesting story. And, and yeah, not only that, it's just a kick-ass movie and it's a fucking miracle that they managed to turn such a grisly tale into a comedy. Right. And, and I feel like this is where the discussion is going to boil down to... Uh, Later on in this in, in this uh, episode, I think I think it's gonna be a pretty interesting uh, dynamic because you know tip we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to it yeah yeah qu- question of the week is murder funny <laughs> yeah e- email email us uh, cult forty what is it cult at pod dot gmail Jesus. and let us let us just, know it mur- just put yes or no not Don't, even not even close. just yes or no not even you're terrible at social media. <clears throat> Um. Yes. Yeah, so let's let's get it started, dude. We got uh, our boy Daniel Lugo doing some sweet ass crunches, man. Really cool shot. Um, I forgot Michael Bay directed this. Yeah, and I gotta say, Michael Bay's best movie. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> which is hands hands down. Which is funny though, because it's like when he finally makes a good movie, there's so much pain and turmoil <laughs> attached to it. Like uh, uh, to <laughs> to be fair, Bad Boys One and Two are fucking sweet. But this one just, it just, it's just so good. I mean, Bad Boys is forever going to be an untouchable classic, but that was early Michael Bay. And, and I think the, the budget was around the same. So I think the key to make Michael Bay make a good movie is to not give him so much fucking money, which is not. And, and I, I got to say, Transform, the first Transformers was pretty dope, too. I, I ain't going to lie. No, it was fine. It just, you know. I wish the uh, more defined Transformers now were in the older movie because it was all wires and fucking steel and shit. I didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. Whatever. But um, really cool shot of uh, of Lugo just being, you know, just muscle head. <laughs> yeah, play, uh, Daniel Lugo played by uh, Marky Mark, not our good friend Marcellus Reagans, but Mark Wahlberg. Uh, just, it's slightly uh, uh, 
slightly less. I, I'd say he's the least attractive Marky Mark. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. Mark Ellis has him, like, has him down in spades, man. Because, I mean, who, who are we kidding, dude? Yeah, that's salt and pepper beer, Ladies, bro. ladies, please. Yeah, hit him up. I, 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 he may or may not be single, but just, you know, just yeah, Ladies, life. oh, jeez. Oh, I, I, just the mention of the name. I've got women just flashing their greasy twats at me everywhere. Calm down. Ladies, please go, 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 go listen to the So Wizard podcast if you want some more. He's not here. Put down the knife. He's not here. Jesus okay. Christ. I'm still stuck on Greasy Twilight. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, um, Jesus. So, Mark is getting a good sweat in, right? He's uh getting some crunches. Yeah, we're, well, we're talking movies here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, some uh, nice, uh, very difficult looking upside down uh, sit ups. Yeah, they're fucking insane, dude. Let's put uh, positive crunches leads to police chase, which, um, really cool slow mo shot. Only God knows how many shutters are on this um this fucking camera, but um yeah. you, you got Mark running and shit. He gets blasted by a car, and then um we get a, a quick flashback of you know who he is and where he came from. You know they kind of had a little bit of liberties here. Oh, also I'm gonna point out what was bullshit and what actually happened in the movie because they did take liberties to kind of keep things uh, on the light side. Yeah, and they omitted yeah, and they omitted some things. To uh, keep things on the light side, because uh, this is a grisly tale, yeah. So, like, a yeah. lot of research on my end. Goddamn you! But uh, let's press on, shall we? Um, pretty cool seeing Mark Mark get hit by a fucking car in slow motion. I wish they played good vibrations in the background, <laughs> but they didn't. That would have been a little a little too meta for my taste. I would have fucking enjoyed it. Dude. <laughs> it's just me, bro. But um, we find out that um, you know, Dan- Daniel's basically a trainer and a patriot, you know, to to uh, to do a uh, long short version of it. Um, also, who the fuck was that buff ass kid in the beginning? Uh, it probably him as a child. I I've seen him around. I don't a YouTube or something. He's some Russian kid. Is fucking is that the Putin young- sec- Putin's secret weapon? He's gonna come over and rip us in half. As, as Putin's um <laughs> ward clone. So God help us all. <laughs> he actually he's like he's like thirty five now. Like he didn't he aged rapidly. <laughs> Just sip sipping vodka in his fucking Adidas tracksuit. Three feet tall, four hundred pounds. Um, so um, you know, back at this time roids are still cool. So everybody's taking shots in the ass at the sun gym. No big deal. Um calling bullshit on uh, how cool Sun Gym looks. It actually didn't look that cool. There wasn't a. I, wait, I thought it was pretty sweet looking. Oh no, no, no! What the gym itself? The real oh, gym. No, the real dank gym. and yeah, sweaty looking. Pretty the outside much. pool area is what I thought looked really cool. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very true, very true. So, uh, so Daniel's training and stuff, and he seems very, you know, kind of just uh, a little bit lost, a little listless, I guess. Um, he wants more in life, you know. He has a pretty positive outlook. Seems very like self motivated, you know the uh, the character at least. And we have his client, who's uh, if you know him as Monk, that's Tony Shalhoub, our boy. So, so Tony Shalhoub is um basically just dickhead uh client dude, not doing shit. 
not gaining any muscle and shit and totally just, you know, going hard. And for, keeps forgetting yeah, Daniel's name. Ja- ba- basically, this just grease ball entrepreneur, successful guy, but uh, just expects everything handed to him. Just that kind of fucking scumbag. Right. But we get, we get a little bit of a conversation here because we have um, we have Daniel talking to his uh, super uh, his supervisor, uh, who's played by Rob Corddry, who I love. I fucking love him. He's in uh, you know, I just thought about it. He's um, he's he's with The Rock and um, Playmakers on the HBO show. Never seen it. Uh, uh, I haven't seen that show, but I'm sure you've seen Children's Hospital. Hell yeah, I have. Yeah, he's Ooh, he's boy. One, he's the one with the clown makeup. I fucking love that guy. And Hot Tub Time Machine, one of the dumbest, most awesome movies I've ever seen in my life. Moving on. So um, he's basically trying to show like, hey, I'm you know I'm a go getter. I want to I want to like uh, rise up in this company. You know, you got to give me a shot. The fact that he had a record came up, where uh, basically just showing him in the movie uh, just taking advantage of uh, old people. Um, and manipulating them, you know, doing fake loans. They didn't really go into yeah. the details, but that's exactly what the fuck he did in uh, real and life. It, he, he, oh, wow. I, I was going to say about the movie, he gives this very passionate and heartfelt speech to the judge. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he, like, he really thought he was going to get out of it. Like, you know, you know <laughs> uh, guilty, slap, go to jail. He's like, but I, but I know, but I, I, I said all this shit. It's like, whatever. <clears throat> real life. Real life, he did fucking fifteen years. Holy shit! For that shit, for fucking fraud, because um, he, he basically had fake loans, um, and like he took like seventy five thousand dollars, I think, in total. But he did do like federal prison, like you know, because white collar crime. So, which I think is interesting, because like, as a kid, I never really thought about white collar crime versus blue collar crime, or basic yeah. crime. It's like if you have enough ingenuity to steal from somebody in a different manner uh you go to a better jail yeah he's like hey this guy figured it out he just hey give him a fluffy bed good for you right but if you stab the guy no fluffy bed for you you get the worst nope yeah. you get shacked you get shacked up with the squirrel master <laughs> wow that's the new guy reference bro <laughs> jesus um jesus man so um so the supervisor doesn't care that he's a piece of shit at all, honestly. And he gives him a shot. I got to say, these fucking ideas are amazing. Really good ideas. Uh, free waxings, free uh, entry for strippers so they can come in and have, you know, basically guys want to come to the gym because nothing but hot chicks. Yeah, there. just just attracting all sorts of business. And, you know, in his defense, he uh, he did really well. Yeah, he did great. But he wanted more. He Oh, dude, and then had that one chick with the hairiest vagina. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's what I like, baby. Like, that's all me right there, baby. John, John looking like Bear Grylls, <laughs> just lost in the fucking forest. Yeah, you remember that scene in Scary Movie Jeez. with the with the chainsaw that's boy? That's I was. Shout out to that boy, uh, 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 Ken Jeong, man, uh, playing Johnny Wu, who is a yes. clear shout out to Tommy Wu, who, um, if you were born in the eighties, you seen this guy. Is he literally channeled him like fucking to the nines, dude? Like all the way, had him. Um, it was always this, this Asian dude in a fucking suit with a bunch of like hot chicks and bikinis on a yacht every time, every time. And he totally, he totally, he totally captured that guy. But um, he, yeah, he was a motivational speaker, right? Who whose uh, whose whole uh, whose whole uh, motto was "fuck you." Why aren't you doing well? Exactly, I'm doing great. Look at all these hoes. What are you doing? 
buy my book. <laughs> like, makes perfect sense. Oh, the 90s. Goddamn. Gullible times, bro. Uh, Gullible fucking times. Better times. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I had to take a quick sidebar to do some, uh, do some research on that boy Tommy Vu to see what the fuck he's doing now. He's actually been playing poker professionally and won over a million dollars and shit. Because I guess if you're really good at being full of shit, you got a pretty good poker face. Good for you. You piece of shit. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Adrian also joins the cause, which is, uh, which was a funny little scene. They had some liberties with Adrian's character. He wasn't a black dude at all. He had like a weird name. It, it wasn't necessarily Adrian. Adrian is actually, um, in real life, uh, that the character that portrayed him is like one of the, pretty much the enforcers of the movie. Ooh, okay. Uh, I mean, in like in the real life. In real life, he was the muscle. He was, yeah, he was the one doing the crazy <laughs> shit. Why? Because he was the shortest dude out of all of them. So Napoleon Complex out the wazoo. Yeah. He was a short, short dude. And um, yeah, Joe, yeah, I think Joe Pesci in Casino. Pretty much, but with with long um, pimp hair. But uh, yeah, dude. So like, like, his character wasn't funny at all. <laughs> like Asian doorbell, not not hilarious in in the least in in real life. But in the movie, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mike is, is fucking hilarious, and I like this. I like the when he was talking about big bitches, uh, uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. When he was like, he was like, "When's the last time you took one of those plump bitches out to dinner and didn't sweat the morning dessert?" You love those big bitches, and they love to eat. It's okay. That's important. But this being broke shit's got to stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that got to me, dude. It was he like, had he had such good comedic timing with his with his straight face. Yeah, dude. Throughout like, just throughout this whole thing, it was great. He he really, and that's kind of what bugs me a bit. Like I really liked how the characters portrayed, but in the back of my head, I'm like, how much is this is real? The first viewing, I'm like, how much is this is actually real? And I'm torn. Um, I'm fucking torn as far as like how to feel about this overall because I, I I like the movie I like the fucking movie, but um let's let's move on. So, uh, Daniel goes to the seminar and he gets fucking hyped up because he meets Tommy Wu himself. I mean uh whatever uh Johnny Wu himself right. And yeah. uh, I like how uh <laughs> I like how Kenjo I, I felt like it was improvised. He's like get the bitches in the boat, get the bitches in the boat right now like. <laughs> It was a fun, I don't know. I felt like it was ad lib, dude. He was really like in a fucking rush. Get the bitches in the boat. But um, nice little cameo for him. But Daniel goes dark, like for the first time in the film, where you would think his plan will be to you know continue on this le- you know legit route he was going because he you know he 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 did well being legit, but he still wasn't satisfied, and he turned his attention to his client. Uh, who is uh, Kershaw? Yeah, the the scumbag entrepreneur guy who's doing well for himself. Right, Pepe Kershaw. We didn't we didn't establish his character's name. I apologize, guys. But that's the guy that plays Monk, our boy Tony Shaloub. Yeah, dude. So he's he's all about taking taking him down, and he's trying to you know amass a crew. Enter the Rock. Dwayne Johnson comes in, and I have to say, I don't know if you agree with me or not, John. Um, I feel like this is the best role he's ever portrayed. Like, period. Yeah. Playing, playing a kind of slow, gentle retard in the beginning, but then he becomes just he, he becomes cold blooded. Yeah, he becomes a muscle. Now, what's really interesting about um, his character, who is uh, his character Paul Doyle, is really interesting because you notice through the movie he kind of goes through like several different arcs. 
um, you know, gentle giant, complete badass, cokehead, you know, <laughs> like uh, kind of goofy uh, Jesus freak. A lot of a lot of layers to this guy. The reason he's so complex is he's actually an amalgamation of several people who are also involved in the uh, ah. the uh, Sun Jim gang, basically. Um, he was like three to four guys combined. Okay. So that's why he's such a complex character. But um, kudos to fucking Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. I have to say, I, I fucking, I love them in the movie, dude. I feel like he may have done coke before because he was really good at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really good. But um, the Rock shows up, and um, oh, another thing about this movie, I don't know how you felt about it, John. Like uh, narration um shifts. Yeah, between uh the main characters and even some minor characters right. give you a little more perspective. Right. What's your, what's your thoughts on it? I really liked it. Like uh, for example, the 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 stripper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that joins the crew, we get kind of her thought uh take on um some of the situations. Even uh, uh Crenshaw. Yeah. Gets a li- gets a few little uh monologues what's weird is like typically you would think that's lazy right like um oh they didn't portray it through their acting but like with the the tone of the movie i think it it worked it didn't piss me off and it was it's jarring it's jarring at first to have it shift to uh when it shifts to the rock um and uh you know paul excuse me was it was shifted to paul and um he started doing a narration i was like what and i like how it was like almost like an action movie Cause you got this fucking huge guy with the bag over his shoulder, you know, Ryu Street Fighter uh, Road Warrior style, <laughs> uh, fucking, um, you know, walking around with a church in the background, which is a really nice shot, uh, kind of yeah. like, kind of underneath shot, you know, getting him looking like a fucking giant next to you know a, a even taller uh, uh, figure than him, which is Jesus, um, uh. whole, you know, <laughs> and. Um, it's pretty cool, and and then like he he has this fight scene showing him like trying to protect the guy in jail, and proceeds right. to beat the living shit out of everybody, and guess who he fucked up the the guy that got his neck crushed with that um weight you know who that was, yeah the Olympic champion himself Kurt motherfucking Angle, uh, yeah I, I I caught that the moment I saw it for the first time ah, Kurt Angle, I was in disbelief bro and I was like is that him and I realized it's true. It's damn true. Woo! Couldn't Wait, wrong it. one. Couldn't help it. Not as a matter. I couldn't help it. I, I, I had to. I had to fit the catchphrase in there. I regret <laughs> nothing. Uh, also, like how uh, I put in my notes, like Adrian, I would ask all the questions on how swole the Rock got when he showed up to the fucking uh, little little powwow <laughs> between them, and that dynamic between Adrian and and Paul throughout the rest of the fucking movie was really why I really like Anthony Mackie. Because he was fucking hilarious, and <laughs> 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 Anthony Mackie was probably the uh, probably the funniest one out of it. I think The Rock was the biggest surprise, and I feel like Marky Mark um, basically just he does what he did, you know, what he's supposed to do. But like, I wish he brought that same intensity to um, what was that movie? The other guys with Will Ferrell. Oh, oh man, I thought he did really well in that. I don't think he did as good. I don't think he did as good. I felt like, I felt it was part it was partially phoned in because he was he was really good in Ted. <laughs> yeah, he, like, like in, in comparison, I, I, in comparison, I felt like he he was not as good. But whatever. I don't know. I, I, every scene where with him and Will Ferrell and Eva Mendez, where he was just in complete disbelief at how hot his heart <laughs> was. Dude, those scenes were so fucking funny. Dude, the, my favorite scene is when he uh, when when he started acting like Gator. <laughs> it's like Gator don't play that <laughs> shit. That 
kills me. When it just starts slipping out, it just starts overtaking him again. <laughs> that boy ain't a square. But um, whose baby is that? <laughs> yeah, this bitches better be using Jimmy's. I know, dude. First of all, um, there was a scene in this movie, like really small scene, and it stuck with me for some fucking reason. So like, uh, Paul regards you know um, uh, Daniel as a friend, Mark and Mark's character. Yeah. And um, they're in the ring, and like I like how uh, it's like you see the pecking order kind of happen because, like, you know, um, uh, uh, Daniel's like beating up on <laughs> on fucking Paul for like, which is not realistic to me, but whatever. And like, yeah. it's, it's kind of fun. Like they're laughing, and I feel like because he regards him as a friend, he's not going to overpower Daniel. Yeah, that's true. He looks up to him in a way, right? No, he's. A foot taller than him. Eight feet taller than him. And um, I like the, uh, it was a little line. I don't know why it stuck with me, man. Uh, where uh, Daniel invites him out for a drink. He says, hey, man, come on. Uh, let's go get a beer. And, you know, uh, Paul shuts him down. He's like, well, I'm sober. And he got real serious. And it was, you, could, you could tell he was kind of sad because he's not going to be able to hang out with him. And then yeah. uh, Daniel said, no, nah, man, uh, beer's just an expression. Let's go hang out. That fucking kind of got to me for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. I, well, it was it was a genuine friendship there, and yeah. they just wanted to hang out, regardless of you know the situation. Yeah, man, and it was it was just really you know like really kind of a touching moment there. And we go to the titty bar. Yeah, woo, sleaze it up finally. Oh. Hey, woo. Nothing says camaraderie and friendship like big old fake boobies bouncing around. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, 28 years old, never been to a strip club. Really? Uh, just something about going with your buddies to get boners together. It, it's weird. So, hey, man, I'm horny. You horny? Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, dick is hard as mine, bro. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Give me a high five. I was like, ugh, ugh, Jesus. You like it spicy? But, um. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, hey, man, how's the shrimp? I know, right? You won't engage in sexual intercourse as badly as I do. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I can't wait to masturbate about this later. <laughs> or that one dude that has that real serious look on his face. He's like, hey, man, can I borrow like $300? Why, dude? No, 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 no reason. But, um, no, nah, strip clubs, bro, honestly. You're good, man. If, if you haven't gone, don't go. I was never a fan. Uh, yeah. I, I've been coerced to go. Um, I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not the best person because you know I'm cheap. Let's get that out there right now. Uh, well, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you agree with me because I've gotten so much shit about my opinion on strip clubs. I don't. No, I well, just don't. Ladies and gentlemen, John, John Hernandez gets his. You don't need like. I get mine. Yeah. Shouts out to Tinder. Shouts out. Shouts out to my girl, uh, Blossom, hanging out under the fucking Washington Street Bridge, baby. I'm coming oh for you. <laughs> I know you're listening. Oh, she has internet. Right. <laughs> Good for her. That's <laughs> a savvy crack whore. I hope your bullet wound heals nicely. Nice. Much love, Blossom. Jesus. So, uh. <laughs> I fucking love how um, Adrian busts out of nowhere with this fucking personal cocktail, um, along with a little little stash of breast milk. 
Because Adrian yeah. is still like picking uh, Paul's brain about how swole he got. And he's like, hey, man, uh, I know this chick. She got some breast milk. It's real clean. And then he's like, you want you want to get in on this and be titty brothers? And I'm just done. <laughs> titty brothers. And I feel like um, I feel like making a uh, Adrian as funny as he is as a character in general is what took the teeth out of the horrific true story. Because uh, you, you basically take away the actual muscle, the actual uh, psycho force in it. Because, you know, Luca was the brains. And, yeah. And uh, to take that away and have him just be, you know, comic relief all the way, I think is really what did it. So our boy Anthony Mackie is the cornerstone of making this a legit dark comedy. So I'm just going to give him a shout out. He'll be here. Yeah, comic producer. May 12th. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, no, basically the plot starts rolling. Uh, despite it being a long, pretty long movie, it's a, just over two hours, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not that much that goes on. No, not 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 a whole lot. This is um, it's it's more like we meet the stripper and we, we get into her backstory, like you were saying earlier. Um, I gotta give props um to Daniel Lugo, whether this is true or not. Fucking a chick so hard against the car that it <laughs> emergency brake slips and it hits another car. That is a uh. <laughs> Amazing thrust job. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But basically, well done. Yeah, yeah. Kudos, sir. If only. Um, it was basically establishing that there was some type of relationship between uh, Daniel and the stripper. What was her name? Do you know? Because I don't. Uh, Ivanka. Boom. Boom. You're correct. So, but like, she had a really interesting story. She was uh, basically like a South American chick or something. Uh, beauty queen. Didn't work out. Uh, hopped in a truck and got uh, towed by a coyote uh, <laughs> over the cross the border. Ends up on a fucking cliff somehow. Because <laughs> fuck her, dude. He, she didn't. She did. Uh, she was a bitch the whole time. That was ends funny. up on ends up on Cosmo Canyon from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> because yes. that was a that, that was a cool shot. Yes. Just. For, I, out of nowhere, just this giant cliff. Dude, that's like... And she's... Oh, that's such a deep cut. Nobody. North... That that crater, they would have said first. Northern crater. Northern crater, they would have said before. They would have said fucking Cosmo goddamn Canyon. And you know, I gotta find a soundtrack and put that in the background. Oh, man. That might be one of my favorite songs of the game, the Cosmo Canyon song. Just that whole whole Red 13 subplot, it really... It did bring a tear to my eye, I admit. When he's when when he meets his his petrified father, oh. he's still he's still standing guard after being told these lies. And then he's he howls, he howls with pride at his warrior father. It choked me up. Yeah, man. Damn, dude, you brought some memories back, bro. Jesus. I play that shit at least once a year. Really? Oh yeah. Do you game shark that bitch? No, absolutely not. I play it as is. That game is good just the way it is. Well, sometimes I'll sometimes I'll fuck around. Remember it had like the debug room and shit. Yeah, yeah. Jesus man, that's what's up. Damn. Well, I got 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 a little sidetrack there, but uh, Superior is always my favorite though. Like uh, we, we burns uh, the nail film. Oh yeah, very 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 violent scene. Yeah, people were catching it. Like that's uh, if they ever do the remake, if it ever happens, because they keep talking about it. I will buy a PS4 or, or borrow somebody's or do something. I'll figure it out. I'll move heaven and I'm, earth. I'm, it, it's going to all the systems. It's just, you know. Dude, if it fucking... Oh, 
Moving on. Jesus. Okay. If it goes to five, oh, that's a buy. Yeah, I mean, fi- fifteen is on. Th- I mean, uh, is on uh, Xbox One. Why wouldn't they? I don't know, because you know, just bullshit. I, I just feel like they'll, they'll pull a stunt. Eh. They'll pull a stunt. So, um, we get some. Quick, Anyways, yeah, <laughs> we get some uh, quick narration, right? Where uh, you know, uh, we learn a little bit about Adrian and his situation. Uh, his dick's not working. Find out in the funniest way possible. He's watching some porn. He's 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 throwing the lotion on the hand. And he's ready to fucking go. Um, quick question. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is too personal for you. Uh, Did I jack off today? Yes. All right. Not what I was. Not what I was going to ask you. Oh, but, uh, oh. Sorry. Okay. All right. You're way too eager. <laughs> way, way too well, eager for I that. Mean, All right. Moving. Gotta on. get shit done. Oh, God bless Skype. So, um. <laughs> wait. Just. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Gross. Um. Fuck! I was gonna ask your goofy ass. Say you know, save some time, eat some toast wh- while you're doing it. You know, stop. Uh, <laughs> no, I was asking like, like, do people just do the under the pants jerk off thing? Because it's like, I, I don't think anyone ever has done that in history. Because like every time on like any time, I guess because of TV or something like to make is less egregious yeah. having your having the dick out. I guess, but it's I was, just. Like well, you just picturing it, so it just sounds so uncomfortable. No, yeah, you can't get full range of motion. Number one, and number two, um, yeah. you got to walk around with your fucking pants like that. No, thank you. Yeah, and number three, my cock is just so fucking huge. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm I wear skinny jeans as it is. Like, I'm I'm gonna go in there and it's yank really my fucking fire hose like that. It's really distracting. Like, I really wish you would just wear um at least boot cut. At least, it's fucking. It's really brutal to look at. I refuse. It looks like a anaconda being just pinned down by fabric. It scare. It scares people sometimes. I can't go near schools. Like usually, anymore. usually you can't see veins in a dick print. No. But but in my case, for some fucking reason. <laughs> hey, this is all a bit. I actually have a very very average penis. All right. Okay. Moving on. Uh- <laughs> Hey, hey, hit 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 me up at uh, John at Dick dot com, and we'll we'll talk some more. <laughs> I like how I like how you like. If you want to continue the dialogue, please. Oh, like the, like the end of those very special shows. <laughs> <laughs> dick prints aren't really funny. It's a real thing. Yeah. So so Dick Dick's aside. Oh, actually, not really. Is this the point where he goes to the doctor to get himself checked out? This is correct, and he meets uh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Who is a, uh, uh, well, I feel I feel like we got to go on another tangent. Would you or would you not? You know what, dude? I, I, the funny part about that tangent is I was about to do it. I was about to say it to you. You thought that's the first thing you thought of when she popped on the screen. I would. Huh. I kind of well, would. Yeah. Well, me being a disgusting just dog of a man, I say no. But yes, but that just goes for every single woman on this fucking planet. This is this is true, this is true. I kind of want to see what them titties look like, and then like she has a little bit of a little fire to her, so I feel like her her she has some sweet bee Jackson. That's just me. and and then uh, ju- uh, any kind of like British. Uh, I know she's Australian, but any kind of British slash Australian. Hey, New Zealand too. It mm-hmm. just I don't care. I don't care what you look like. I am. Yeah. I am at. I'm. I'm yeah. at full mast. It might be. It might be the accent too. That's a good fucking point. 
But I, our, our, our our boys over at Open All Powers, I don't know how you keep your pants on, fellas, because those dude, those accents, dude. I know. Hey, I if know. you guys are still listening up to this point, if all these cum jokes didn't drive you off already, Open All Powers, I mean, <clears throat> Sam and Gareth, what accent does it for you? That's a good. Ooh, that's such a good question. Is there an American accent? Like, do you guys just go crazy for like the Southern Bell kind or the 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 fucking like New York accent or something? What about that vocal fry? Does that do it? Like, those kind of guy. Does that does that do it? I doubt it. That sounds disgusting. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. We get um, we get a really cool gun shop scene, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, the Rock is uh, finally, or Paul is finally getting a part of it, doing some lies and stuff. We had a little Christian Rock. Uh, joke because um, uh, one thing that bothers me about Daniel's character in the movie is how quick he's willing to lie it's unnecessarily he'll just throw out a lie yeah that is true because he's proven himself to be a like a pretty good businessman an honest one at that kind of right to 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 a degree like like he 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 bends the rules certain certain aspects he goes out of control because he went yeah, no, I, I, I'm talking about the way he ran the gym, kind of. Right, right. The way he ran the gym was like, oh, that's legit. But like everything else, he's he's kind of sloppy. He's just really too quick to lie, and um, it almost backfired. Because um, he was like, oh, we're uh, another whatever, another city uh, PD. It's cool. We can yeah. get these guns. And like the guy was like, yeah, but I suddenly see you. Well, let me see your badges. Then he he put himself in the corner, and uh, Paul bailed him out uh, with a better story. Plus, he saw the. Uh, the Christian band sticker on the uh, cash register, and he was able to get the gun. So it's showing that Paul, because Paul wasn't about it at first. Um, this scene was just to establish that Paul is actually in on the heist, and here we yeah. go. So they're getting weapons. I love the line. Oh, I forgot the line that uh, fucking Adrian dropped when they asked him what they're looking for. So, what can I do you for? We're looking for merchandise to shock, incapacitate, and imprison our fellow man. I was like, Jesus. So they, they, they basically get a taser. Um, for the most part, it was the most important uh, aspect of the weaponry, um, and uh, they went to go get Halloween costumes to dress up to snatch up our boy uh, Kershaw. Cause that's the plan: kidnap Kershaw, take him for everything that he's worth. That's the fucking plan. Make him sign documents, have everything you know that he owns belong to them. That simple, right? Uh, Sounds simple. In the movie, they failed. Three fucking times, right? And in the movie, hilariously, in the hilariously, in the movie, they dressed up as ninjas, and uh, well, two of them dressed up as ninjas, one dressed up as a green alien, because he got <laughs> they ran out of ninja costumes. Um, here's a question: Whether it's fact or fiction, do you think that is true? This this aspect of the story that they bumbled and failed capturing them three times, and they wore Halloween costumes. I'm gonna say no. That was added for comedic effect. Which part? That they failed three times in capturing this man. Hmm. Guess what, John? Oh they Christ! Failed six fucking times. <laughs> what the fuck? Six fucking times they failed. Six whole times, bro. The movie cut it in <laughs> half. I like, well, that's too many they, fucking times. Uh, Michael, Bay, Michael Bay went and said, no, 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 this is too absurd. <laughs> the uh, Halloween costumes, semi-true. Um, they had a plan, like, they uh, um, they didn't actually execute the costumes. 
but they plan on wearing ninja costumes to capture him on Halloween. Yeah. So it was one of the plans that got struck from the from the uh, board there. And I also love how um uh but it, but it basically just wore black clothes with uh, army face paint. So they turned it up a notch when they had them walking around um uh when he was uh, having that dinner, he was having sabat and they failed and they ran away like and they were all dressed like fucking the A team. <laughs> <laughs> they had the van and everything. Yeah, they did. I also like how uh like Lugo's character is so fucking full of himself, whereas like he watched, you know, he watched movies, and he he'll just regurgitate what he heard. Oh, we're gonna run an extraction on this, blah blah. blah. You know, he watched Delta Force way too many times, and uh, he's basically just re- repeating shit. Hey, speaking of Delta Force, shouts out to Chuck Norris, another guest. Once again, shout out to Chuck Norris, the man, the myth, the legend. When he does push-ups, he's not pushing himself up; he's pushing the earth down. Uh, uh, did you did you know that Chuck uh, that Chuck Norris once made a peanut butter sandwich and the the jelly just appeared on the bread. Ooh. Wait, is that is that is that really one of them? That's terrible. No, no, I no, I just I don't know. I've forgotten how to make those jokes. That's terrible, man. Like my, my favorite one is uh, Chuck-, Chuck Norris doesn't <laughs> sleep; he waits. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh. Shout out to 2006 humor. Right? Fuck off. But um, I like how um, when they fucked up that one time, uh, uh, <laughs> the Rock kept saying it was an honest mistake. I don't know why that cracked me up. I don't know why <laughs> he was really like, "Leave me alone." We tried. It was an honest mistake. And I, th- I th- it was just the way they were they were yelling at each other in the parking lot. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. So they finally get him right, and uh, they they catch him at Schlotsky's. Cause he owned the Schlotzkys, and uh, our boy. Shouts out to Schlotzkys. You you guys make some good ass sandwiches. And they're all right. Um, fucking uh, Adrian finally gets the ninja costume because he was dressed up as the green alien. It looked hilarious. Uh, so he's finally in the ninja costume. And he's owning it, just standing there, like he's about to fucking do a fatality on him and shit. And I like how Pepe uh, Kershaw is like, "The fuck are you doing?" Like, not even really with it. I, that's one thing I liked about the character in this movie is how uh, like zero fucks he gave. Like, he gave yeah. zero fucks, and it was kind of cool. And um, he which kind of which kind of helped in his survival in this movie, right? Because he was a tough motherfucker, and he just threw like with the remainder of his sandwich at the chest of uh, Anthony Mackie. And I love this shot. This is probably the favorite my favorite shot in the whole movie, point blank period. He fucking gets the taser, dude, and we get that slow-mo cam from the beginning of the movie, and I don't know how many fucking frames per second this shit is. I feel like it's 3,000, and the taser hits fucking Kershaw right in the fucking jaw. <laughs> John, please. Get, so effective. Please. Super effective. If you, <laughs> The amount of slobber. <sighs> That flew like it's like he got he got stunned so hard that like three gallons of pre cum flew out of his mouth. <laughs> it was the most disgusting, viscous liquid flying out of this dude's mouth, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! And, and you, you know, and that, that was just Michael Bay saying, "Hey, you know what would be funny?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It looked like it looked like uh, uh, Tony Sloop's face went through like three weeks of edging. <laughs> <And> then, 
Wow. We, 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 we do tell a lot of cum jokes. You said... You set the precedent, John. I, I have to. I have to meet. I got to meet the expectations to our first-time <laughs> listeners. Like cum jokes? What? Impossible. <laughs> a Bukaki's worth of spit flew out of his mouth as he got tased, which was fucking hilarious. And they finally capture him, right? Tase him in the balls, and he passes out. It's fucking ridiculous. And they finally yeah. get him, and they hold this motherfucker. Uh, oh, but at first it, it was gonna be you know real simple stash and grab, right? <sighs> Props to. Uh, okay, well you know what. I can't give props because I feel like the only person that can give props is you, John. Can you rate Mark's Latin accent? It was fucking hilarious. It was top shelf. <laughs> Im- top shelf shitty imitation. I didn't know he had it in him. It's better than mine. <laughs> Mine's fucking terrible. It was, it was just, hey, well, you know where I grew up, man. <laughs> But how Kurt, the fuck I'm a get? How the fuck I'm a guest girl like this eating pineapple? <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Props, props to John for not only referencing Scarface but the TV edition. Good, good on you, sir. Um, so Kershaw saw straight through the ruse, right? Uh, called him out. In, in a it weird... was a, it was a it was a callback to an earlier scene where he didn't care much for Daniel's shitty cologne. Right, which I'm sure really exists in real life, but um, I didn't do the research. I'm sorry. I'll try to make sure what was fake and what was not. But this was a pivotal fucking scene because um, the the mask fell off a little bit because you know like uh, you know Dan- Daniel Lugo's character is completely full of shit. He's an absolute sociopath. Whenever he's like pushing that American Dream bullshit or uh, whatever fake smart shit comes out of his mouth, it all went away. He became a fucking brute. And, and I, I, yeah, I love how he snapped whenever his integrity was challenged, even the slightest. The slightest, yeah. So like he fucking lost it on him. And he was like, I don't just want everything you have. I want you not to have it. It was that simple. Pretty much. That's why he went after him. Because he could not stand him having what he wanted. That fucking simple. His true motivation is finally revealed in that quick bit. But they snap it back so fast um, and get back to the movie, which was like crazy. So... They have uh, Pepe going through all types of fucking torture, dude. Because they have him for weeks, dude. Weeks. Ugh. And um, they kept having Paul, um, you know, watch him and stuff. But Paul was the weak link. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we should mention that uh, the place that he was being held. Oh, my God. Eden's Paradise, which is a sex toy warehouse. Obviously, and we get one of the, we get the one of the most hilarious shots in the movie is The Rock. Just amazed by this... <laughs> This rubber ass and pussy. <laughs> I feel like it was a weird way of him like trying to regain himself because he was surrounded by uh, giant dildos, <laughs> and all of them were very like inc- like my entire forearm, <laughs> like really frightening uh, images. And he's like, "There's a lot of homo shit here, man, like a lot." <laughs> so I feel like him smacking that fake ass was him kind of bringing himself back to. Uh, I also like how his personal narration came in a little bit for that. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Harry Dean Stanton playing the creepy, the the, the, the creepy guy, nice. supposed to be his mentor or some shit. Oh, you talking about the um? Oh God, we need to talk about that. That was fucked up. Yeah. Because like when when he first came in, like the guy took him in. And he seemed so cool. Like, hey man, I'm just I'm just uh, whatever his name is. 
And uh, he tried to try to get a little frisky with him, and then the rock punches fucking lights out. But um, shout out to Taco Bell, man. You know, yeah. Pepe and uh and, and Paul are having conversation and stuff. You know, he's all tied up and shit. He gives him, he gives him a taco, and uh, he dropped the line. They're even, they're even better cold. And I was like, if that ain't a drunk Taco Bell commercial, I don't know what is. <laughs> Cause you usually eat those cold. Cause they, cause they basically, you know, like in, in a combo meal, they'll just give you one of the shitty ass uh, Supreme tacos. Cause they don't matter. Oh yeah. And no, no hey, one. Hey, hey, if you haven't, if you haven't been on the fucking carpet, just with your bu- shirt unbuttoned, <laughs> just, just fucking like munching on a soggy ass taco, like, a, like looking, looking like a fucking fish out of water, <laughs> and just loving every bite. <laughs> Taco Bell, when your fucking shit face is like fucking manna from the heavens, bro. You're just like, oh yes, uh, all of it, please. But um, oh yeah, even even my um my shower destruction story uh, from a couple episodes back, like, that was all because of Taco Bell. Thanks, guys. If I didn't have that seven layer burrito, I may or may not have destroyed my bathroom and I almost died. Mm-hmm. But um, by falling. But um, I don't know what episode that was, so search for it. So, anyway. Just going to have to listen to all of them. Yep, Sorry. Every single fucking one, three times each. But um, he's held there for like 13 days, dude. And like Daniel uh, confronts his chicken lies about being in the CIA. So, she's now thinking that they're agents. And uh, he puts, because like, you know, Daniel's catching on that uh, Paul is getting kind of weak. So, he basically sicks um, his girl onto... Uh, Paul, she's down for it. Yep. And Paul's banging her for real. He's like, whatever, dude. I don't care. He's like, <laughs> he's like, whatever this is, I'm down. What a what a baller. God damn. <laughs> but um, Victor's hanging in there, dude. But we have a notary issue because he he sign he signs the paperwork, <clears throat> and uh, finally after like fucking three weeks of torture, dude. <laughs> Like very a lot of graphic torture scenes, by the way. Mm, and and yeah. not, not once did he crack. He didn't crack, but like like what's so crazy is um the parts when he cracked were the uh, like the goofy ones, like having them hanging upside down on the dry cleaner thing for some reason. Yeah, like you know that that wasn't the torture that he went through. You know, like they only showed like one bit where he was actually getting physically harmed, but they uh you know other times they showed him getting beat with dildos and shit. Clearly. In real life, he was, they were not in a sex shop at all. It was it was a lot more real than that. Um, <laughs> way more real than that. So they get uh, Rob Corddry to sign off on the fucking, uh, on, on the notary thing, because he's a notary. Because uh, it was a huge issue that he couldn't get the money. Because they had everything signed, but they couldn't get the money because they didn't have, like, a legit notary. So Yeah, and ex- in exchange for uh, a Schlotsky's sponsorship, yep, he agrees. That's simple. That's simple. So we got to kill Kershaw, right? Kershaw knows he's dead. He knows he's fucked. Uh, and they put Paul up to it, which is really fucked up. Um, <laughs> so here's the plan. They're going to like make it look like an accident. Uh, oh, they also had him like several all ties to his family. Like They literally like try to go through all the fucking steps to ensure that nobody cares what happens to him when it goes down or nobody knows. So they uh, <laughs> they basically try to drown him in Kahlua. <laughs> And Which was not even that. That shit was like Applebee's brand mudslide. <laughs> Which I thought was the funniest fucking thing. Just seeing that fucking chocolate milk run down his mouth. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why that? 
So the plan was to, you know, have have an accident, have the car explode, and he dies, right? Uh, that that happened. This part didn't happen, but it made me laugh so fucking hard. So like the crash happens, right? You think he's dead? <clears throat> he's totally fine because the airbag went off, and then he sees the. <laughs> Uh, Daniel sees the seatbelt and he looks at Adrian. He's like, "You fit you fasten the seatbelt?" <laughs> Adrian's like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's the law." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a public service announcement that that that, that, that did not happen. But real life, they try to blow up the fucking car. He he got out while he was in flames, and they try to run him over, and he survived. But um, he wasn't hit by a van. He was hit by a um, like a Camaro. Yeah, I love how they try to convince Paul to run him over. He's like, he's on fire, man. Put him out of his misery. Yeah, he wanted him to suffer. Just totally manipulating Paul. And, like, Paul, you know, basically thinks he kills a man. Because, like, uh, by, by the grace of God, uh, Kershaw's face was positioned in a certain way to where uh, he was actually saved by some concrete that was uh, broken up off the ground. Yeah. And uh, just so many fails. So many fails. And uh, I put in my notes, uh, racism allowed him not to be, you know, believed as a person in the hospital. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. You know, he's from Colombia. Uh, they, they didn't trust where the money was coming from. They, didn't, you know, they, they just thought he was a drug dealer. They got his ass beat. Yeah, a lot of drugs coming from Colombia, huh? Mm-hmm. So the power of racism uh, basically kept this uh, this gang afloat. Enter our again, boy. The, again, the 90s. This is a simpler time, man. Much simpler time. Enter our boy Ed Harris, who plays Ed the Boys. Uh, the third. Yeah, and by by this point, we're about an hour into the movie where a, a major character is finally introduced. I know. Which I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with. It was his time to show up. No, it, it totally worked out. It totally worked out. Yeah. So so Ed basically um you know because we, we we're at, we're at, we're at an hour now so like Ed, Ed basically takes the case right so shit shit progresses the uh, Rebel Wilson's character. You know, is is fucking with a uh, uh, Adrian. You know, because we, we have a money montage because everything goes over. Everybody's using the money like idiots, and our boy Paul falls off the wagon. I mean, uh, Ed the boys did not believe Kershaw either, but then he took the case. So he starts watching these guys. He he uh, he infiltrates the, the gym and becomes Daniel's client, and uh, you know, is trying to figure out if trying to figure everything out and see what's really going on. With what? Okay, yeah. With uh, Daniel's cut, you know, Daniel basically becomes a part of the community. <laughs> funny scenes of him like dunking on kids and going away just 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 moves into his victim's home yeah just easily with no problems uh why not there's another house where they basically took his race dog and then they took his house and like uh uh adrian and his uh rubber wilson you know moving together and they're super happy by the way real life um that chick could play play for wilson she was just tall she wasn't she wasn't fat she wasn't fat at all oh yeah but but fat equals funny remember yeah plus she wasn't, I guess. She, wasn't a, she wasn't a dick doctor either. She just knew a guy that did it. Yeah. So she wasn't like, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Adrian's dick medication also cost a shit ton of money as well. So like that, that, was, that was another motivation for him to uh, do this crime. So Paul's cut, uh, he literally sniffed it all away with cocaine and partying. <laughs> and uh, she's getting kind of crucial for him. So he robs a armored truck and gets his toe shot off. In, in the, in the no, I, I I love when he tries to hide in a hair salon. He's like, oh, "Is this the is this the haircut line? I just need a little trim mm-hmm. with the, with this bald headed ass." Right. So like, yeah, and there, and I mean, it was a huge shootout, a lot of action, a lot of crazy shit. Like the fact that he survived was insane. 
Cause um, and then he opened the money bag that he stole. Cause one of them had coins and he lost it, and the bag blew up in his face and he's all green and crazy, and he jumps into the water to escape, but he gets his toe blown off. All this is absolute fact. Goddamn, psych! It's not real. No, no, no. Oh shit! <laughs> you know that, that, that would not have surprised me. Yeah, but no. Um, the toe shooting scene. Uh, nobody ar- uh, robbed the armor truck. It was basically just 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 to establish how desperate. Paul was getting but um that never happened that was all added for bullshit so but fucking hilarious because uh at the wedding at Adrian's wedding uh Paul shows up completely drenched completely just high as a kite and has no toe (laughs) just the whole (laughs) the whole interaction settles himself into the party yeah, he's, he's so stupid. Paul has the plan. Paul knows who they need to hit, which is like a porn king. He's a guy who does um, uh, phone sex. He's like he's in charge of that empire. So he's in charge of the uh, of the phone sex thing, right? And um, they're like, let's hit this guy. You know, he has the money, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's his face is not down with it. Uh, Daniel, Daniel was no part of it, right? But Adrian's kind of down because he spent all his money on the house. Okay, so Pepe, you know, Pepe's trying to strike back, and he, and, he, and he's pushing the issue because he hires uh, that that Dubois guy to do the case, right? So yeah, uh, shit, shit's escalating where uh, they're starting to make their moves to like kind of press on these guys, and uh, Dubois, you know, warned the police that they're gonna strike again eventually. So so when Paul when Paul approached everybody about the fucking plan and shit, you know. They basically just wind up doing it, and the pressure gets to Danny because Danny didn't want to do it, but Danny's now down for it, so they can get more money to replenish the stuff that they lost from everything that they gained, right? Yeah. So they the plan was to basically just like make some bullshit scheme up with the uh you know with the uh, phone sex king and his huge titted wife. Uh, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> she's hot in real life to me. I'm sorry, I would oh, give her the biz, but um, I like him thick. But uh, <laughs> what, what you mentioned earlier about how he doesn't like him being, you know, his uh, his integrity being challenged or yeah. being clowned in any way, he gets really fucking upset. So the guy basically called him a fucking amateur. And they were talking in private in his weight room area. Shit got out of control, right? He fucking pushes him and shit. And somehow, some way, weights wind up falling on his head, crushing his entire skull. Shit is a whoops. F- yeah, shit is officially off the chain. Wife finds out. She pulls a gun on him. He uses a weight as a shield, like Captain America, uh, and they take her down with horse tranquilizers. Right. So she's tranked up, and um, they're trying to find a way to like get her to at least give them the code to the safe because they know it at least has a safe. And they drive all the way over to get the money. It does not work. Uh, she tries to escape. Adrian horse tranks her again, but then she ODs on horse tranquilizer. Now she's dead. So they're freaking out, you know, trying to figure out how to dispose the bodies. This part in real life, not funny. It already it, 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 it already kind of wasn't funny in the beginning. Like the way they tried to do it was funny because they had um when Adrian was explaining how she died, how he was like, <laughs> her body no longer has a soul. Like he was trying to, you know, like yeah. What he said is, her soul has left the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, they they, they try to like, you know, yuck yuck it up, 
but a uh, horrific part here because in real life oh they 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 they, they uh, came up with a plan to you know dismember the bodies and get rid of it right so it was basically them just you know like amateurs trying to figure out what to do trying to get chainsaws uh the chainsaw did not work because it got caught on um on her oh, hair yeah. and they were trying to return it to home depot was that fact or fake do, do you want to know i would say that's fact because you saw the receipts in the end credits correct no, no, I was just going to say that that's just too ridiculous a detail to leave out. Yeah, but like in the end credits, they actually showed the receipt. Yeah, with their mug shots and shit mm-hmm, at the end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that happened, but hair was not in it. What happened was they um, they bought gas because, you know, how remember how Daniel made, made a point of, uh, you know, like you got to get uh, gas ones, blah, blah, blah. And they made it. They literally clowned the actual situation because they tried to rev up the chainsaw without gas and it, it killed it. Christ. Right, because they're not smart. So they actually fucked up the chainsaw because of that, not because they had hair and blood in the fucking chainsaw, which would have been fucking stupid. But they actually, in real life, um, you know how they were clean, you saw how they clean their bodies and they're talking about, oh, we got to um, burn off their fingerprints. So they like literally grill their hands, which was a goofy fucking scene. Jesus. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. And uh, I, I like where this is the point where they had to stop again and remind you, yeah, this is still a true story. Mm-hmm. Now that that was roughly now, now the grilling part not necessarily true. Um, it wasn't Paul that I was I was I was outside doing it. It was actually um, uh, Daniel that was cooking the stuff outside, and Paul was the one that was losing it. Like, why the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? But um, they weren't necessarily outside grilling it on a fucking old smoky. <laughs> it, was, it was a little more grimy looking. But the whole plan was to cook the entire bodies to cremate them. That was the plan, but they failed because they didn't realize um, you can't cremate a body with that low amount of heat. So they were basically cooking the body's whole. Jesus. And they failed. So what they did was they removed the hands and the heads of the bodies. They peeled back the skin on their faces, removed their teeth from those heads, and put them somewhere separately. Not funny. <laughs> like nothing. No, I'm more, I'm more just chuckling at the the, the brutality and yeah. the absurdity of yeah. the situation. Fucking horrific. Um, so they put the torsos because I thought they you know breaking bad at their ass and turn them into goo, but no, they just. Put, the, 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 this scene was more like Sopranos to me. Right. Could I use hatches eventually because they couldn't use the chainsaws and blah blah blah. But not do fucking brutal, 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 brutal. So they dumped the bodies and shit, but um, it's too late. Um, the cops finally take action, and everyone gets fucking arrested, right? The breast implant part during the, during the trial, true. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely true. Because um, they found the bodies. Because here, here's the deal. When they, when, they, when they got everybody. Oh, also, um, okay, let, let, let's, before we talk about the trial. Um they got everybody first. They got uh, Paul and they got Adrian, right? Um, it was true that uh, Adrian's wife dimed him out in the court because she was pissed. Because what happened was they didn't get married necessarily because they're in love. They got married. He married, uh, Adrian married uh, the nurse because of the fact that, like, if she's married to him, she can't pro- she can't testify against him. So that's literally why he ah. got married. So that's why she made a point to say it. That she got divorced, so she can't testify. That's why she made a point to say that in the movie, right? I see. So uh, Lugo did try to go to, um, he went to Nassau 
uh, to the Bahamas to get the rest of the money. That did actually happen. But obviously, I think everybody knows that Pepe uh, Kershaw and Ed the Boys was not there when they actually apprehended him in, in fucking uh, the Bahamas. That that did not happen. Yeah. You know, for Kershaw to give him poetic justice and hit him with a car did not happen. Would have been cool. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, Pepe Kershaw is not the actual person's name. The name was changed to protect him because of the movie. Uh, unfortunately, Wikipedia shows his name, but I'm not going to say it because I don't well, want to shit. get sued. I'm not getting sued. Fuck that. You're going to take my last Krispy Kreme donut and my mixer, you piece of shit? Like, <laughs> no. Don't Jeez. Sue me. That's all I got. But, um... <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and say it. His name is. Mm-mm, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, it's Dolph Lundgren. Boom! You you fuck I'm so me sorry. Up. How dare you? God damn it! So um. So basically, you know, the trial is insane because because it truly is insane because they, they they're all apprehended and it's all going down. Um, horrific, real life pictures of them like trying to dump the uh, bodies out of the barrels because what what happened was uh, Lugo was trying to get like a plea deal. He was like, I'll show you where the bodies are. Right. But he had the last laugh because the heads and hands located somewhere else. So all they got were the bodies. They didn't get the heads. Or the torsos hands. is what they got. Yep. Torsos and legs and arms. And uh, yeah, fucked up, dude. Really fucked up shit. Um, so yeah, you like, it kind of hit me at the movie when I watched it the first time when they got the death penalty. Granted, I laughed because Adrian's reaction was fucking hilarious. What was that? You remember the face? You don't remember the face Anthony Mackie was making? He was like, oh. Uh, oh, in court. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was funny. And, like, it hit me. I was like, dude, it just got a death sentence. This is some gang. This is some really fucked up shit. And then it's like, why am I laughing right now? I start, I, at the end of the movie, I started feeling like, oh, boy, this is, this is really bad. Have they been put to death, or are they are they still awaiting? They're still alive. They're still they're still awaiting their death sentence. They're going to be getting uh, lethal injections. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, um, one of the guys got released. Uh, the 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 amalgamation that is Paul's character. Uh, the one of the main guys they got locked up. He he got released. Like everyone else got fifteen years that was involved. Also, um, the idea to chop up the bodies and put them in barrels came from another associate. So there was like a lot more people involved than just three guys um, yeah. in this fucking insane fucking story, dude. But, um, you know, they go to jail. Um, Gangsta's Paradise. They show like, they, you know, they even go out their way to show you the real counterparts of uh, of these guys, which is like, I feel like a bad call. Um, Maybe a little distasteful. Uh, maybe a lot of distasteful, and, and, and that's that's the real reason why I, I agreed to this because I, I kind of wanted to get your opinion on this uh, more so than anything before we rate this movie or anything. Do you feel like um, it was too soon for this type of movie? Let's see, what was it? Almost uh, t- twenty years, almost twenty years after the fact. Um. Man, I don't know. Don't you remember they did a 9-11 movie in like 2006? This is true, but that's a different circumstance. Yeah. Because like those people can be you know, seen as uh, heroes or, you know, just like they're, they're kind of a um, kind of in a lofty territory rather than be, you know, like they're like, oh, it was so tragic. But, you know, God bless those victims and da 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 versus yeah. the terrorists shown as a ragtag group of funny guys, you know? Yeah, which I mean, I assume they had to get some sort of 
of uh, like agreement settled with the with the families of the victims and whatnot, you know? Not necessarily, dude. There's a lot of static, a lot of uh, backlash with this movie. Uh, you think you think you think they were able to loop through them legal legal loopholes? Well, the thing is, they used the uh, articles guy. Uh, it was like um, oh, fuck, I forgot the guy's name, but he uh, he wrote st- he wrote several stories about it, and that's why they said, "Oh, dude, this is taken from his stories." So I think that was their loophole. But um, oh, I see. But there's a lot of legal action that's like still been in the works between uh, between the the real guy who plays uh, you know the real version of Pepe Kershaw going ham. Not not a fan. Um, the family of the victims. Not fans, uh, and not not to mention this shit is still ongoing, kinda. Yeah, yeah, it's not over, over. Like if this yeah. was like you know lawless or some shit like back in prohibition days, like you know everyone who probably remembers it freshly is gone, but like yeah. everyone who who fucking remembers it is still alive, and even The Rock, um, who who was a Miami native, knew of the story. Uh, it was it was a crazy ass story, but they still did the movie because it's a Michael Bay movie, and paychecks. So I'm kind of yeah. like, and 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 I feel guilty because like I'm part of the problem because I enjoyed the movie, but it was like a weird way to find. It, but I think I was more into it because of the discovery of how much this shit is actually real and how insane the story is. But they did make them likable. That is true. A lot a lot of sympathy. Surprisingly, mainly for the Rock's character, and and yeah, not, not so much for everybody else. But like you know, Daniel only got Daniel only went dark like three times the whole movie, in my opinion. Yeah, he was just an idiot, a lovable idiot, and it's fucked. Yeah, up. also I feel I feel Adrian was was sort of coerced. He was a bit of a dummy, you know. The fact that they're all super idiots is what made it uh, passable. You know. Like, let's yeah. make him as dumb as possible to where this won't seem as, like, you know, freakishly just horrible. But, um, I mean, granted, you said it earlier, um, it is kind of a masterful way of, like, handling it for for me to laugh at something that's that fucked up. But it's still something that's fucked up. Now, granted, I feel like, you know, we're kind of in the same biz in a, in a weird sense that we uh, poke fun at messed up things to try to make lighter stuff for people to get through it but i feel like the difference is we don't have actual people calling us and getting mad you know because we're actually talking about them you know exactly so i feel like that's the uh the the, the drawback on that but yeah. the, the weirdest question is john if this was a video game what kind of game would it be i actually thought about this a little bit i think it'd be like a cross between like the Grand Theft Auto Five heists, mm. and like Leisure Suit Larry or something. Wow, you know what? Perfect, perfect. I can't. Just you, you never, you never win in any of the heists. <laughs> you get infinite amount of tries. Like there's no game over. You just try again. Six yeah. failed attempts, dude. Jesus. Jeez, I still cannot believe that. Yeah, dude, it's fucking amazing. Um. All right, man. So let's get into it, man. Let's find out, um, you know, everybody's favorite thing. Let's try to brighten the mood up a little bit and find out how many pieces of titties was flapping around in the fucking film. Let's get into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little figure. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties right now. Right now, 
skin deep, I counted um, six pairs of uh, surgically enhanced breasts. I got the same, the very first strip club scene. Yes, sir. It was welcomed. No sad titties. No, no uh, sad titties. No titties of terror. Just nice, pleasant strip club titties, man. Thank God. I, I, I wanted to count asses, but they're all over in thongs, and for some reason that doesn't count. So, um, huzzah. Um, all right, man. Unfortunately, let's get into uh, how many people didn't make it through this film, man, and how many families were actually pissed off about the making of this film. Let's get into oh! the That's too dark. Let's get into the body count. Um, we're looking at three people. Uh, mm, was it three? I thought it was two. Just oh, the just two. couple. Just two. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Only two. Yeah. Cause curse. I made it. Yeah. Only two people died, man. And, um, yeah, I, I, I thought, uh, I thought Harry Dean Stanton ate it at the beginning, but no, uh, what's his name? Paul said he almost killed him. Yeah. He fucked him up because uh, he said sorry to him later, which was unnecessary actually. Hey, how about how about Kurt Angle at the beginning? He clearly caught a a, a, a like forty five kilogram pl- weight to the throat. Let's let's say Kurt didn't make it, but then again, Kurt had three neck surgeries, so I don't know if that was like an homage. Yeah, to- he's got them Frankenstein bolts. They probably deflected that shit or something. <laughs> bounced off the other direction. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, this is crucial, dude. Final verdict time, buddy. He uh, passed the slippers. It. It's going down. Uh, knee pads and slippers are actually our, is our rating system. We don't do five stars or two thumbs up or two thumbs down. What we do is, um, if we really like the movie, uh, we basically fall to our knees and get into a worshiping position uh, to give the movie its proper due uh, at the maximum of two. Uh, or two hater slippers at the maximum where we uh, basically shuffle our feet into it, uh, look at our neighbor, hate everything about him, and want to take everything fucking from him. I, wanna, I wanted to say real quick, Shout out to Master Hater, Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. These are these are special edition Charlie Murphy slippers, dude. What's that? A couple days later, it's, 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 the, it's the, uh, the year anniversary of Prince's death. Yeah. Crazy. So. They're playing ball up in heaven right now. <laughs> you guys want some grapes? <laughs> and as the, police, oh, uh, yeah. as, as the police chase you down... <laughs> Unfortunately for for uh, old Charlie hanging out up in heaven, there are no slippers to be had here today because this movie is pure knee pads, two knee pads all the way. Again, Michael Bay's best film, and just even if it wasn't Michael Bay, that's just this is just a good ass film, and it really looked like everyone had a good, you know, despite the, the the horrible circumstances in real life, it looked like everyone had a really good time making this. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's why I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum, man. Like, um, I really like the movie. I did. Um, I enjoyed uh, everybody's roles. I liked I liked the progression and the uh, travel that uh, uh, Paul's character went through throughout the movie. The scene where he was um, <laughs> talking about how he's gonna have a honeymoon at that hotel and was brandishing that bat is one of my favorite fucking scenes. <laughs> uh, I recently got married. And I was looking for a place to have a honeymoon. I was hoping maybe you could show me around. Why would you want to have your honeymoon here? Oh, this place has a lot of fond memories for me. The very first time I bashed a man's skull in was here, and it was a mess. But that bat was aluminum. I switched to wood. So you should get your ass out here right now, or I'll bash your brains all over that wall with one fucking swing. 
Okay, sure. Because it was just fucking just insanity. But the fact that uh, families were upset by uh, this, and it was kind of, I felt like it was too fresh a wound to uh, exploit and make money out of. Um, I, yeah. can, I can only give it one knee pad. I can't give it a perfect two. Like, uh, if it was okay. like, if it was a story that came out of the blue, oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Two knee pads yeah. all the way. But I, you know, I can't give it the, a, a perfect score only because there's some, there's a lot of unrest that's still going on. And these assholes are still alive, dude. It's, that's not, true. it's not an old enough story. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, if this had been an original screenplay, like just imagine, this would go down as like one of the greatest ever. But yeah, man, that's pretty much it, dude. Um, got any uh, recommendations or shout-outs? Um, actually, I do have a recommendation. Uh, if you're kind of like interested in the whole true crime shit, check out this podcast. It's called Sword and Scale. It, it's not. It's not a comedy podcast at all. So it sounds real. Uh, it's a. It's actually a very, very fascinating podcast, and they 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 um, go through all these uh, real life true crime uh, stories. A lot of them are very horrific. So uh, if you're like, you know, weak of constitution, or if that you know really sensitive to that kind of thing, word of caution, it gets it gets pretty gnarly. Yeah, fuck all that. I'm gonna recommend check out the craziest eagle attacks on um, YouTube. Uh, that's right, craziest eagle attacks. Uh, is an eagle took a goat one time. It was fucking insane. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 it's it's a real thing, but I'm actually just bullshitting. Uh, shout out to uh, you know Compalooza once again for uh, letting us do the damn thing. Uh, we will be there. We're going to be doing a uh, panel up there. Worst uh, and forgotten uh, video game movies this year. Um, so we're excited about that. Also, probably going to be doing a live show on the floor of Comet Palooza. Um, Looking forward to that. That was so fun last year. Yeah, fingers crossed for a, a, a successful press junket. So pray for yeah. us. Pray that we uh, that we get in there and get what we need. Um, shout out to uh, Bri-Fi Podcast, um, Nerdy Bitches, Metal Geeks, uh, Zero Fortitude, um, uh, TCR Podcast. Um, hashtag- and not, not 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 to mention. The one and only Marky Mark that matters, as far as we're concerned. That's right. That's right. I, I just wanted I'm to mention teasing. I've man I've managed to 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 beat off the 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 harpies knocking at my front porch. So I I'm good. I should be okay. I'm just gonna edit that until you manage to beat off and just move on. Um, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. That's right. I want to give a shout out to the boy uh, Andrew Willis um, of Movies Now and Then. He actually let me do a guest spot where we um we did a review of Get Out. In comparison with uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, uh, that's Man, coming out. Still, still have not seen Get Out. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, that episode should be should be coming out soon. I'll be able to share that on Twitter and Instagram uh, when I get a chance. But uh, I want to thank him for a really cool time. Uh, hashtag Movie Pod Squad. Hashtag Potter and Family. Hashtag Nerd Podcast Mafia. Um, uh, everybody, you guys have a good night. Bye, everyone. Jesus Christ himself has blessed me with many gifts. One of them is knocking someone the fuck out. situation they got me facing i can't live a normal life i was raised by the state so i gotta be down with the hood team 
too much television watching, got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a loped out gangster, set tripping banker. And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life do a die. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things are going, I don't know. Life is out of luck, fool. Oh,